0: Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song, and this week it's Dine, 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 sorry, Dine, Dine, my darling. Don't leave me alone, I'm waiting. Number eight, number eight. It was the remix, you know, when you you got a scratch on your seat, oh, it's a remix. Yeah, Uh, CD jokes, what's up? This is our radio program, as you were, a radio program. You're with P. Daddy and the Wiz. I gotta get some toilet flush sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! It's the Boner Man, David Anthony. Oh man, and it's Butt Picker Tim Crisp, your host with the Ah. least. I feel like uh,
1: people are already picking up on how this one's gonna go. Yeah, what?
0: Uh, Man, this song sucks.
1: (laughs) I don't love it, but I've got a lot
0: to say about it. Well. That's cool, because we're going to have to fill some time on this week's edition of As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio. So, so what you're saying that on this week's
1: edition of As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, we are essentially doing the filler track
0: that the band put on the record. The second song uh, on the record. Yeah. You don't say. It's a funny thing to um, put this song on for the very first time god
1: i remember my experience with it but i can only imagine what it was like for you in 20 fucking
0: 20 it's like all right well we got we got this addiction an alkaline trio record that i haven't listened to but i think i know what uh what i can expect in a few different terms mm-hmm. second track it's called dine dine my darling that's one for matt two for matt Oh, here's a Dan song. Mm hmm. And. Very out of character for him. Mm hmm. Let me say at the top that I don't like this song. And for the most part, it's not Dan's fault. So. Interesting. I think that really, if this song is anything, it's a bad Green Day song. It's a bad post American idiot. Green Day song with a stupid chorus but I think that Dan like he sings the shit out of it. Um it's not it's a very good vocal performance. I think the lyrics aren't very good. Yeah. Um but really like what chaps my ass when I listen to this song is fucking the the performance from Matt Like, Mm -hmm. it's a very, very lifeless guitar performance. We listened to it beforehand, and I said to you, I said, okay, point me to the part in the song where it's identifiably Matt Skiba playing guitar.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's
0: basically none. Um, There's that instrumental passage where there's that kind of driving uh, guitar uh, chord, not that dumb fucking lead. I mean... There's like a
1: weird thing with a lot of this record that the more we talk about these songs, the more I can really hone on why I think even material like this, which I don't love. I don't know if I outright hate it. I definitely don't like it, but like there's just little things that could have been accented. There are things that could could have been mixed differently. There are certain moments that could have been just like really thought about a little more that just seem really glossed over. So to really break it down, I've always hated how this song starts from the first time I heard it, because I'm like, it sounds like you're just being dropped into a song uh-huh. that's already happening. It's like a scene in a movie where the character pushes open the door to the concert hall, and they're midway through the track, and yeah, all of sure. a sudden, that's where you start hearing music.
0: Um, and then Ace Ventura gets uh, <laughs> thrown against the wall. Exactly. At the... Oh, who is he saying? Cannibal the, Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, that's right. Um, and, is that the red or the white? Um, that's a clam chowder joke yes. about from Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. pet detective. stick your uh th- this
1: song is like sticking your head up in a rhino's butt basically <laughs> um but no like i don't like the guitar sorry
0: that's when nature calls i like this is why you're a production assistant and you're not the host
1: okay uh I lo- I don't like the guitar rhythm of the why that's my favorite part.
0: I love listening to someone play to a click track.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's just there's no um, life there, and like that could be fine, but it's just so gritted and locked in. It just sounds like they had him do it once and then they duplicated it the amount of times it needed to happen. Yeah, I. Keep referring to this part to you as the pre-chorus, but it's really just the end of that first verse where it kind of opens up a little bit and they hold the note, and Dan allows more room around his vocals. I really like that moment, and mm-hmm. I think is indicative of the few bright spots in here where it does deviate. It does feel a little more um, like three eyes playing in a room, but the chorus and verse don't deviate enough to me. I think they are pretty similar. Uh there's not much there's not much that feels like it's different except for Dan is just singing really quickly through a lot of this song, which is not a thing he normally does. I don't think it's bad, but where he usually kind of elongates vowels, stretches words out, it's just like bum 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 bump bum and mm-hmm. I don't know if that works with what they're going for. This song almost feels like five beats too fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. B- but I will say very locked into that uh f- that five beats too fast, uh, click track. I think that's just like what um I can't like I can't participate in this song when it feels just so punched in the way that it does. Sure. You know? And I think that it it's really tough too then when you go from and let's point out really quickly the fact that we just talked about a song that stretches palm mutes mm-hmm. out so long and does a little bit of work underneath sure. to make that work. This song, he can't wait until the, like the end of the second bar to start like hitting those bum 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 which is like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Like, is that? It doesn't pick anything up. It doesn't like accent in any inventive way. It's just the thing that you think about first. Yes. And don't really think about outside of that. And when it's like, I don't know, when I'm like drawn out of feeling like it's very obvious that they're not playing this song together, when a chorus comes in that's supposed to be like big and huge, I'm just like, I, no yeah. I don't care I don't this this doesn't engage me in any way
1: yeah I mean it's it's my big critique of this record and it always has been is it just feels like none of them were writing together it feels like none of them were really playing together it feels just very like we're making a record and here how it, here's how it goes okay and, and and that's my big critique is that like first thought best thought mentality that they seem to take I think really doesn't serve it like I think there is a version of this song where instead of doing anything Paul muted he's just finding a more open corded like picking structure on root nuts through it hmm not in something super delicate or whatever like what he's doing in that lead part but there's a lot there's a lot of room he could find there mm-hmm. because Dan is going so fast He doesn't need to also be doing that. He doesn't need to be just recreating the vocal melody on guitar, which
0: is all it sounds like. And that's when I kind of look at... You you look at something like that and you think, wow, you're just not engaging with the other person's material. Mm -hmm. And that's a shitty feeling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for so many reasons um, including just being a fan and like I think when Matt's at his worst you kind of just think Dan deserves like a little bit more
1: yeah I mean it's it's so funny that they both view this record in such different ways where Matt's big chord about it, it's like oh it was great we we're having so much fun partying all the time and then Dan being like yeah, like we weren't really working together and we were partying too much and da da. da, da. And I think it's just indicative of where they both were mm-hmm. um and why this record is
0: flawed. Yeah. Um Did you do rank your records with Dan also? No. Uh Dan Ozzy did that one, oh, and then I did it with Matt. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everybody should do like you and I do, which mm-hmm. is subscribe to that newsletter. You should. Reply alt. Speaking of which,
1: there's uh, some good Rankier records that are uh, currently locked to come out, and they'll be out soon. But to that point, Dan, I think, put that like second lowest, and Matt put it really Dan high. Dan or Dan Ozzy? Dan Andriano put... When he
0: spoke to Dan Ozzy, put this addiction very low. I think second to last. Well, that well, Dan Ozzy then like all, technically also put it true. He put it down to he put it down to paper.
1: Mm-hmm. This is true, mm-hmm. uh, and Matt put it's, it really which high. Which is
0: how we we share things.
1: Which is so I guess I also put it really high because mm-hmm. I told I let Matt do that. Um, but uh, there's a line I use when talking about Metallica, which is that that band only ever works when they're playing to their weakness, which is Lars Ulrich. Mm -hmm. So, like, that band is only ever capable of doing something moderately good when they acknowledge his limitations and rework their parts to play into it, Mm -hmm. dumbing it down.
0: Yeah. Very dumb
1: man. Yes. Very bad at drums. Everyone in that band is
0: an idiot. I feel like Kirk is less of an idiot? Probably. He knows where his paycheck's coming. Exactly. From. So he's mm-hmm. just not uh
1: bothering. But I feel like this Alcantara record is almost that where they're like we realize Matt is not going to put in much effort.
0: So here we are to use a Lars Ulrich phrase. Mm-hmm. Matt's guitar playing very stock it is very stock it's very like my first punk song
1: through most of it i would say maybe aside from that lead which is a little weird but it doesn't do anything i don't think it's very effective but it is the only like potential deviation from anything else that's happening
0: yeah i think that that is (sighs) and i'm going to uh uh preamble by saying that I think Matt Allison does incredible work mm-hmm. and he's also to the benefit of this band. Matt Allison has turned them from a weird band with a like goofy ass guitar tone mm-hmm. into a band with a much better guitar tone. Yeah. Um yeah. and similarly with Lawrence Arms, um but This is kind of maybe not to me. This is a a a piece of Matt Matt Allison production that maybe doesn't like hold up as well because I don't think he's the type of person who's like, yeah, cool. Like, put that lead in here. I know exactly how to dial it in Mm -hmm. just for that part specifically. We look at Jerry Finn, Mm -hmm. and he is so good at layering guitars to provide an emphasis or a yeah. catharsis bill stevenson is is maybe a little bit too good at it yes and i don't think that matt is really the type of producer who says like oh okay your lead should kind of sound like this and like i've got the perfect tone for that and i'm going to mix it with a like attention to like how this can become a little bit more effective yeah because really when you're listening to this the chords are what stand out and that high lead it doesn't have enough bump to it for it to to carry so it's just like kind of it's very limp yeah exactly straight up that's exactly what it is i mean this uh, is an air ball
1: yeah i mean most of the song is just like there are things that when I first heard it really jumped out to me and I was like, Oh, I fucking hate this. I don't feel as strongly about some of those now, but I don't like this song. Mm-hmm. I legitimately, it is a song I feel pretty embarrassed by Yeah, from title on down. And it's feels like a holdover from that agony and irony era of like love, love, kiss, kiss. And, live young die fast and mm-hmm. it's like now we have dine dine my darling and was kind of like ah and like i'm not opposed to them potentially making that reference but just even what the song is about which like i heard various stories about like Dan being like it was about someone i knew who was dying and blah blah, blah 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 and i'm like okay i the subject doesn't make me feel any softer on the material it's just not something that is particularly compelling is it the worst song on this record? In my opinion, no, but it is Dan's worst song on this record, especially when he has a couple B side tracks on that deluxe edition that I think are way more effective. I think my issue with this record as is true with my shame is true is they just don't sound like what I want punk records to sound like As yeah. dumb as it is to say it's just a little too safe. It's a little too sterile. It's a little too clean so even when they are doing a straight ahead punk song ostensibly it's it's got a higher bar to clear for me to even entertain the notion.
0: Yeah, and it's not it's not even it it being clean is a problem, but when you get to the end of this song where you have a key change which uh-huh. is which is cool and it's yeah. it's key changes are fucking hard to pull off without sounding like you're trying so hard yeah Um, it falls flat for me because it's kind of like <sighs> this is mean there's a key change at the end of living on a prayer yeah, yeah. I feel the same way you know it's well, I mean, like, I
1: mean, that's one of the iconic th- ones, but you
0: know. n- like this, the idea that there's an alkaline trio song that's categorized with, uh, living on a prayer. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I was just like, Oh, okay. And well, you did it. That's cool. But <sighs> like, fuck, I don't need to hear this chorus again. Well,
1: and the reason key changes are difficult is because they're usually forced to be intro in the way that both living on a prayer and the song are, which is by shit dropping out and the vocalist really pushing it. And then oh. it's like, now nah, we're up here. And Dan is a good vocalist. It's just a weird thing to try and have him do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that he's not capable, but just it, it's an odd choice. Yeah. And it's an odd way to close a song like this. I mean, it, it seems like kind of a tacit acknowledgement of the fact that this song needs something else to happen. Mm-hmm. I think, and that's the only thing that was, like, low impact.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think it's a testament to a lot of the gripes that we've had where after that key change, you do have Derek given a pretty cool fill. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear anything more coming out of that guitar no there's not even like he's not even playing it with more emphasis
1: yeah and i think that's the big thing is like there is a version of this record that is a little more layered mixed a little differently to accent some of that stuff that maybe doesn't fix the material but fix some fixes some of my issues with it Mm -hmm. how flat and just generic it feels where at least then it would feel like there's some risks being taken and some thought being given to it. But as it stands, this is just the type of song where it's very in one ear and out the other to me. Yeah, totally. Which is not how music works. It goes in
0: both ears at the same time and then stops. But you know what I mean. You read that David Byrne book. No. Um, I I think, yeah, that there's... um Pushing the guitars up at the end would provide a little bit more of a of a feeling of excitement because you're driving towards the end of the track. But fucking when I think of when I think of punk, like the drive towards the end of the track, I want I want the guitar player playing like he's barely able to hold on. Yes. That everybody's pushing it a little bit faster than they're supposed to. And they're almost losing it. But they don't. They make it. Mm -hmm. And this is just like this is not that click. Click, 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 click. What do you rank it? What do you rate it? I give it a two. It's a one out of five from me.
1: Two feels generous, but uh, it's not emblematic as much of all the things I hate on this record and the one that follows, but it is very indicative of why I feel like this era of the
0: band was uh not great. Yeah, I think that sometimes, Songs like this are definitely, my opinions on them are totally influenced by what we are talking about and how many songs we have to talk about that tracks. today. Um, so I think, I think that I'm able to just lean into being a little bit more uh, offended when there's a song that we just talked about for 35 minutes that we could have talked about for another hour. Hour. sure and we got another one of those yes. coming up in the next week uh-huh for our hundredth episode spectacular it's a clip show yes my goodness 100 episodes mm-hmm. of as you were a podcast about alkaline trio can you believe it i really can't and uh we left it up to our patrons, mm-hmm. our family, at patreon.com slash as you were. You see, these are people, they pledge a monthly amount to our podcast, As You Were, mm-hmm. a podcast about Alkaline Trio, the radio program, starring David the Flushmaster, and... Ahuga uh, And Blackhead Tim Crisp. Um, So, yeah, anyway, they they throw us a few bucks a month, and then we do things like let them vote for the songs that we're talking about, or, like, send them tote bags, Mm -hmm. or give them a little bit of bonus audio content for their ears. That's something that you could consider doing if you don't already, but you don't have to. Oh, God, there's so much going on, so many things that we're spending our money on monthly. I understand. I get it. But hey, few bucks, few bucks a month. Well, let's buy some ham. I've been I've been soundproof in this room. I've been With using a, a Dave Batista uh towel mm-hmm. uh that's wrapped in some cardboard. I'd love to get a uh oh, I'd love to get a Randy Orton. That would be We could head, that. Either me, way, we'll be coming back next week on your podcast player of choice. Uh, we invite you to tell a friend about it, and more than anything, we invite you to come next week for our 100th episode of this podcast. We'll see you then. Thanks, folks.